It's time for Restore the Floor, your Detroit Pistons slash NBA podcast. I'm Stoney, along with Mr. Restore the Floor himself, Evan Jenkins. He's got the little R for restore on his on his lapel there. Thank you, He's Mr. Ready. John Jansen, for letting me wear your, uh, what is this, Ring of Honor Washington Redskins? Yes. But well, it was R- the Redskins. It's R for restore. That's right. And it fits me very well, as you can tell. Yes. Me and John, same size. <laughs> exactly. All right, Ev, since uh, we spoke last, the Pistons have um, not won another basketball game. No, but they, they won or they lost gracefully. <laughs> yes, well. Isaiah Livers was involved in another tip-in. <laughs> yes. Well, not Monday night. They got blown out by Milwaukee at home. Well, no. Someone had a blowout. But yeah. Giannis didn't play. No, Giannis didn't play, did he? I don't no, Giannis didn't, Giannis but, didn't play. but Middleton did. Middleton did, yeah. Well, Holiday didn't play either. He was saving up for his, what, he had a 50-burger the Yeah, other the night? next night. How does that happen? Kid's good, man. I know. He's really good. All right. Pistons, as we speak, are 1-18 one in, one in 18 in their last 19 games. Hey, we got that one. Yeah. God, you would think, I mean, teams just fall into wins. Yeah. They have their chance. I mean, they had- Oklahoma City on the road, granted SGA didn't play. No, but they still have but a very young core. They're at least battling for a playoff spot. They have two J Dubs on the squad, which <laughs> yes, I love. Exactly. And one of them made the winning shot. Yeah. I mean, listen, we wanted them to lose. I don't know if we wanted them to lose like this. And no. I don't know if this is historic fashion that they're losing, but they're doing their damn just to get that top overall pick. I'll tell you what. And, well, but I mean, look who they're putting out there still, Stoney. Right. It's it's Jaden and the Misfits. I mean, mm-hmm. you got the bigs. Which I thought our conversation with John Beeline last week was really good, talking about the bigs. Mm-hmm. How you know they used to have two bigs on the floor, and the Pistons maybe they can see that fit and work. But well, we know when Troy Weaver said if, you know a few couple months ago they want to be big to compete in the East, right? Because the East is more of a bigger, you know, Embiid and Giannis. And okay, so like. just because you mentioned Embiid, what do you think about him sitting out that game against Jokic? You're a Philly fan. I thought it was all right. I mean, to me, it's not that big of a deal. I don't think they were doing it because, oh, he's scared he's going to lose the MVP if he gets, you know, to me, it's all about winning sure. in the playoffs. And that's also the NBA that we live with today, that players take a lot of nights off. They I just know. do. Um, I and I just want to ask a question about the MVP award because I saw, and I forget who it was, so forgive me, but thinking that the players need to play a certain amount of games to achieve that award. Do oh, you, yes. Do you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Because... Do you? A hundred percent. I think you should have to play 75 games or whatever the percentage right. is to get you there. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you might be important your team for 60 games, but if a guy does that for 75 games, right. I feel he is more valuable to his right. team. And, and there are certain certain circumstances where there are legitimate injuries. It's not all load management. And thing. I and I understand that, but I'm saying if it's if you played one day, set out one, then played the next, that's not a legitimate injury. In Correct. I totally agree with you. So I, I'm just glad that we could talk about that because that was a big that was a big thing that yeah. Jokic and Embiid were going to play. The national televised game, right? Yeah, and I just I just feel like you want the NBA superstars out there when they're playing against each other. But yet again, this is old man yelling at clouds and and it, baseball's back this week, so I've been doing it all year, all week. So <laughs> anyway, uh, back to the uh, the Pistons. They take on the Houston Rockets. And there was a very interesting article in The Athletic by the Pistons athletic uh, writer, uh, James Edwards. 
and James, I'm not Buddha Edwards, as I like to call him, and uh, the Houston Rockets athletic beat writer, who I forget his name, and they're to compare the two rebuilds. So, okay, I didn't read this, but they're going to be compared because of Jalen Green and Cade Cunningham, right? Being one, two in that draft two years ago. Right. And, and Jabari Smith, well, they had a higher pick than sure Jabari against Jaden, but I mean, it's going to come down to Cade and Jalen Green, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was little debate, but there was some debate about Correct. who should go one. And right now, right now, as we sit here on March 30th of the year 2023, Jalen Green's probably the better player, probably Only because he's played, he's played right, and he's um, he's an offensive machine as far as yes. scoring, he's a scoring machine, he's averaging 22 a game. He only shoots 41% from the field. And in, you know, talking about where he is, the writer was saying, look, he still is really good offensively at times, but he's still, he's so clueless defensively, leadership, that type of stuff. Oh, he's still super young with no experience with that, really. Right. And Jabari Smith got off to a pretty slow start because of, and I think he's still butthurt from not being the number one pick. Well, it happened quick. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be him all draft process, and then bam, pow. He's, he's yeah. third. Yeah, right? I know. It's crazy. And then Chet's not playing yeah. for, for OKC. But yeah, and Jabari Smith lately has played much better. He's averaging a little over 12 and a half a game. Uh, their big guy, you know, Sengun, right? I mean, he's pretty good. So on paper, they probably have more of a foundation but you, what you hear on Twitter and the Houston writers said it's not really as bad as you think. It almost seems toxic on that team. I mean, I saw, what's his name? Silas, their head coach. Yeah, well, I mean, Kevin Porter Jr. is a very nice piece on that team as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know because, hell, looking from the outside in, even sitting here in Detroit, it kind of seems like it's toxic. Yes. Like it just could. in in the Pistons locker room. And I don't mean it by they have bad seeds or anything. No. But it just seems like losing is becoming contagious in that locker room. And, and in Houston, absolutely. And then they're not – here, it – there's none of that. It just because- no. I'm not saying, but I'm saying it just seems like toxic from a basketball oh, player's okay. world that you come here and it seems like you lose. Like and eventually, you have to learn how to win, right? Correct. And so you got young guys. the The Pistons are all young, right? All they know is losing. And so my question is, how do you get that out of their heads? Is it as simple as winning early on in the year and yes, getting some? I, I think so. And I think the Pistons, with to compare the two, and I'm not going to say. The Pistons are ahead of them because Houston, I think, is a little bit ahead of them. Only because their guys are on the floor. Right. The fact that Kate Cunningham isn't playing just changed the whole dynamic of this season. It did. No, I don't know. It's no excuse for as bad as they've been. However, once that happens, you sit there and realistically as an organization, all right, there's no way we're making the playoffs with him. Uh, Let's just focus on individual player development which we talked to John Beeline about last podcast. And that's what they're focusing on. And in some other cases, it's been good. Others, not as good. Yeah. And I, and I guess the question still remains is who there are you concentrating on in Detroit that you can really still bring up on this team, right? You got your guys that you drafted, obviously, but there's right. a lot of guys on this team that don't have a future with the Pistons. Like, are you wasting your try- time trying to develop these Rodney Magruder's, Isaiah Livers no. type guys? Isaiah Livers, I think, is going to be on the team next year because he 
Look, he's not he plays make, defense. Makes all, right, exactly. He's not an all-defensive team guy, but at least he plays defense. He, I think he's shooting, he should be shooting better than he is, but he hasn't. So, you know, what does that mean? You know, are they going to bring back, you know, Bogey? Yes, I think they have to bring him back. Yeah, well, yeah, because then he's another great trade piece. If things start rolling for you yeah. and you can keep getting younger, but, I mean, he's their shining star this year. Right. The question, do they bring back Wiseman and Bagley? I mean, are they trying to figure out what to do with them? They both show spurts of, okay, we got something here, and you pair him up with Duran, And then and, and, and Isaiah a, Stewart and right. those are your four bigs. I don't have a problem with that at all. No. At all. Four bigs. Nobody else. Yeah. No, that's it. Right. You stay with those guys. I don't need any more project bigs coming in. I don't right. need another new oil, another old right. four. I exactly. don't need no any more. of that They're kind done. of stuff. Yes. And the draft comes off. Well, unless you get Victor and he's a big guy. But well, sure. But, but that's different. And and he's not your typical big. Correct. I mean, have you seen these highlights this week? They've been playing again. He's going floor to floor. I, I mean, dude, he's so good. And I just, I want to see him play against NBA players. Right. That's what I wonder because there was also a clip of Big Vic getting backed down by a big dude and getting owned. And this was probably a month ago or right. so. And I'm like, man, if he gets the wrong matchup in the NBA, they're all going to go at, they're going to go after this kid. Oh, right. Like he's going to be Yao Ming, Sean Bradley, like those guys. Like, he, But he's not going to, he ain't going to be under the rim. I don't think. No, he's going to be, he's going to be a four who's going to play and do some help side D. Yeah. He's not going to be your, you know, when they go up, Playing against a team that has a really good center, if they're even yeah, hard. you treat him like Noel with Kansas State when he got hurt. You hide him defensively. Yes, <laughs> like right, you switch, you do all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. But Absolutely. man, so okay, so now that we've talked about where the rebuilds are coming, who do you personally believe is further along to actually compete, Houston or Detroit? It's a guess, but I'm going to say Houston, only because of what we've seen on the floor now. Kevin Porter Jr. is kind of a wild card here. He is, because the there's sometimes room. he's, like, awesome, and other times you're like, oh, my God, get I this know. guy out and of he here. Supposedly he's not the greatest dude in the locker room and all that. And our wild card is just the health. Yeah, it's and, Cade. And the other thing is, you know, going ahead, and not to project too far ahead, but hypothetically, they have the second pick in the draft. Everything I'm reading, and even the little highlights I've seen, and you've watched them more than I have on Scoot, is the guy is going to be an all-star. He's, He's legit, be a man. Great player. Great. Loves the game. Not going to be an issue off the court either. The question is, what do you do? Because uh, you try to get whatever you can for Killian, obviously. Sure. But, but, you, but he is going to be, he's an on-ball, a guy with the ball, right? That's what he does. You got Cade Cunningham, same Type of player, Henderson's probably a better shooter. Same with Jade, and then you got Ivy. What do you? I mean, that's you. You. That's why they better win the draft. Or do they sit there and say, "Wait a second, can we get more assets for this kid?" In the we have more assets. Or wait a second, we need a wing, a big wing. Miller from Alabama. But then you have the. See, oh, he lost me in the tournament, man. And on the biggest stage, he crapped the bed. I know. And, like, crap the bet. I mean, listen. Well, the first game he got hurt, he hardly played. Sure, right? but you're going to get attention on you for right. your bad play just as bad as what's going on with the situation in Alabama. Right. People are going to question you game in and game out. If you can't handle that pressure, I'm understanding that's a different kind of pressure of murder compared to playing bad right. on the basketball court. Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying that's what made him play bad, but I guarantee you that had something to do with it. Thinking, forcing. 
And I don't know if that kind of kid is going to fit in what they're trying to do here in Detroit. But he is a top five kid in this right. draft, flat out. I do mean, you, well, let me ask you a question. The crossover here a little bit. Jalen Carter, if you approve of the Lions taking Jalen Carter, then shouldn't you approve of the Pistons taking Miller? So I guess my thing is with Jalen Carter is I understand his situation. I don't necessarily agree with the whole he gained nine pounds and he ran this cone drill bad. Who am I to say that NFL teams aren't saying we want to get you a little bit bigger, gain that weight? Right. We don't know what's going on there. I also saw that kid dominate on the biggest stage holding dudes with one arm while celebrating. Yeah. Like, I didn't see Brandon Miller do that on the biggest, biggest stage. stage. Correct. That's what worries me. And I don't know. I mean, he's one hell of a basketball player, and you get the right minds. We also don't know who's going to be coaching this team in 2023, True. right? In 2024. There's a, chance there's a chance Casey's back. There is. There actually legitimately is and, because of what happened. Right. And you can honestly say, you know what, it's not fair to – you know, for us to pay for two coaches because he's under contract, right? And I think well, Dwayne Casey would be a great mentor for a kid like Brandon Miller. If it's a new coach, a first-time coach, somebody like that, I don't know what they would even look at, Stoney. We have no inclination correct. of what they would do. But I'm saying if it's an an older, wiser, been-around-the-block type coach like Dwayne Casey, I think a kid like him could work here. Yeah. If it's a newer guy, uh, a developmental guy, or somebody that just maybe doesn't have, like, the reputation that Dwayne Casey does, I would maybe stay away from him. But we'll find those things out coming up, which yes. I'm excited about because this year it was a flat-out dud. It was. So there's no reason to even root against the Pistons the rest of the way because they've had the same... No, and I don't... I mean, yeah... You, Get them some wins. Get them some confidence. Yeah. I, like, I know, like, on your morning show, you guys played, we're going to go back to the Lions, and talk, you had Michael Brockers talking yes. about being humble and hungry, right? Mm -hmm. Don't read your press clippings. This is the opposite way. You might be more humble, more hungry, now that you've lost, now that you know what it feels like, now that you have been the team that NBA teams don't have to play their best players against, and they still can easily win, like, Maybe that goes a long way. You know, mm -hmm. some kids, I mean, I know it with Michael Jordan, anything you could, if he could find motivation, he was taking it. The motivation's there, dude. Yes. You guys have 16 wins. You're one in, what, 18 in the last 19? Mm -hmm. If that doesn't motivate you, then you're not an NBA player. Yes. Uh, by the way, you have two la your two last chances to see the Pistons at the LCA coming up Monday and Wednesday. Who do we got? We got the uh, Miami Heat on Monday. Go see Jimmy Butler and Bam. If they're going to even play. But they're yep. fighting for playoff position. Well, and more importantly, maybe. We'll see him on the bench. Joey Chestnut will be there. Dude, that's exciting. Coney athlete. Dogs, right? A great athlete. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder how many Coney Dogs that guy can get down in 10 minutes. And uh, also on Wednesday, the uh, the home finale against the Brooklyn Nets. You get to see uh, Spencer Denwitty and Mikel Bridges, right? Yeah, and then you can see um, Ben Simmons back. Literally, figuratively, because <laughs> he's not and, playing. And uh, former classmate of my daughter, Nick Claxton, ladies and gentlemen, at the, from the University of Georgia for her one semester. Oh, look at them. <laughs> exactly. Small world. Who would have thought? Yes. And they, yeah, they go on the road, uh, finish in Chicago and in Indiana. All right. We will be back next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, weekend. And uh, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. And it's the first time we've uh, been on video. So Yeah. Thank you for uh, not throwing like eggs at the TV screen. Well, it'd be their own face. TV if they do it. So you're That's screwing true. yourself or, over. Or your, or your own computer. Yeah. More importantly, I think most Yeah, people... just see us in public. Throw eggs at us in public. Ex exactly. <laughs> see you later. It's Restore the Floor.
here on uh, 97 won the ticket. Odyssey. Yes. Apple, mm-hmm. Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You got it.